Jasmine. And I'm Tracy. Welcome Welcome to the Happy Place Podcast. We're coming to you with conversations about mental health and self-care. Join us as we learn how to better take care of our minds. Just a disclaimer, we are not health professionals. We are merely a mother and a daughter on our own mental health journey, and we are sharing with you what we have learned. This week's episode, we're going to be talking about endings and beginnings. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. We're back. I know. It's really weird because we've kind of been (laughs) off on a sabbatical here for a while, and so it feels weird to be podcasting. I know. Welcome to 2021, everybody. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully this year brings you more joy than last year did. Or some of the memes I've said I've seen. Welcome to the month thirteen of twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I haven't seen that. That's so funny. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, yeah, it's been a long time. We so the last two episodes probably that you guys have listened to were pre-recorded, and so we haven't podcasted in what like two, three months. Yeah, and a lot's changed. And a lot has changed. Um, I am a mom now. <laughs> I'm a grandma now. I know it's a really big change. We're loving it. It's amazing. And then the other thing that has changed is the happy place. The physical location is no more. Well, and I'd like to tell a little bit yeah, of a story about that because that. Um, it's it's actually it's very sad, mm-hmm. but also very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, Relieving. Yeah, like it's we a just, little bit of a relief. Peaceful. We just mm-hmm. knew that it was the right decision. Um, I, I and I'm one hundred percent blaming COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Because I do feel like we put our all into it. We did everything we could. We did everything we could to save it. And we did everything we could to make it work. Especially during the times I was thinking about that yesterday. About how much we put into it. And what we did with the way the times were. Like, I was even thinking the networking that I was able to do. Even though, like, there weren't any networking events and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It's just, we did. We put in everything. And working with it and doing online stuff. And doing doing the social distancing. And everything that we needed to do. um, I guess the biggest thing that we know. It's been such an interesting experience. Because you... You, they always say hindsight's twenty twenty, which is so weird to say now, but, um, <laughs> but, because there's such a cliche to that, but, um, but you know, at the time when we decided to open it, mm-hmm. we all thought COVID was kind of coming to the end. Yeah, it was the the everything was starting to open up again. Mm-hmm. We thought the worst was over. And so we thought our timing was good. Yeah, we thought it was perfect. But no one has a crystal ball. Nope. And we kept holding on because we kept thinking it's just going to get better if we just can hold on through the tough time and through the COVID stuff, then we'll make it. And if it would have been any other time of season, any other time in my lifetime, Mm -hmm. I think we probably would have held on longer. I think so too. Because any business takes a while to build and to see a profit. Mm -hmm. But with it being COVID, there was just, there's just no end in sight. Yeah. And we were struggling every month to get our numbers to grow. And we actually started to see the numbers going backward after our governor sent out some emergency alerts. Yeah. And so um, each time an emergency alert would get sent out, we'd our, have, numbers would drop. our numbers would drop. And so, and we were coming into fall, which we knew, or sorry, into winter. Yep. We kind of, we were holding on through fall. Um, coming into winter where now everything supposedly was going to get worse and it has gotten worse. And so I feel like we made the right decision, but the timing on it is what's really cool to me. Yep. Because I'd say probably a month prior to the day that I figured out 
we needed to close. I had come to Jasmine and talked to her about the possibility that we might have to close. Mm-hmm. And it devastated her. Yeah. Like she really had a hard time with that thought and giving up on this dream. Um, but a month later, when I really realized like we can't support this business anymore, it's we've got to close it. It's we're going in the hole. And I wasn't going to tell Jasmine because she was two weeks before her due date. <laughs> And I thought, no, I'm not going to work. We knew that we were going to hold on till the end of the month anyways. Yep. Yep. And so it was two weeks before her due date. And I thought, you know, I'm not going to tell her till after she has the baby. She doesn't need more to worry about. Um, we've got a month till we need to make decisions anyways. And um, I went over to her house one day and she was opening up to me just about being a little stressed about how the business was going to look with a new baby. Yeah. And how to prioritize things. And she wasn't sure how she was going to make it work with a new baby. And um, I just got inspired to go ahead and tell her. And I felt like instead of it being more stressful, mm-hmm. that it was actually going to be a sense of relief. Yeah. And so I ended up telling her. And I don't know, I'm going to let you kind of take over no, here. No, it, it was, it's kind of weird to think about now because my life has changed so much. But when the studio was open, the studio was everything to me. It literally was everything. And so then when I started thinking about, I'm two weeks from having a newborn baby, that newborn baby is going to be my everything. So how can I have two everythings, you know? And so it was very stressful. And so then when you told me it was, it was this wave of relief of like, okay, well, that frees me up to, instead of trying to keep this business that isn't working afloat, you know, and doing everything I can on a daily basis, trying to keep it afloat, I'm going to be able to focus on my daughter and then also be able to create something that more is more suitable to the lifestyle that I want and need to live with her. So it was, I don't know, it was a, it was a big sigh of relief. It also like broke my heart a little bit Mm -hmm. just because, you know, we had put so much into it Mm -hmm. and it was a dream that we've had for so long and it felt so perfect. And I, I kind of have had this, especially over the past few years, like I'm meant for something big. I'm meant to do something big. And so for some reason, like I put all of this work into it thinking the universe was going to create this for me because I'm meant to do something big. And so the universe is going to take this and it's going to make it bigger than anything. And I just knew. And so then when it wasn't working, it was like, okay, what do, what do I do next kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. So it was a little bit of like, it's a little scary, but at the same time, it was, it was exactly what I needed to hear in that moment. And since closing it, I've realized the season that we opened the studio was absolutely perfect because everyone in our community and us, especially with what we were going through the past few years, we needed the studio right then. Well, it's I even even since we've closed mm-hmm. because I've been home and I'm seeing more what's going on in the news and what's going on in social media have really been struggling with how much what's going on in the world affects me emotionally. Yes. And what happened with during that time that we had the studio is it gave me a place to escape that. It gave me a place where life still felt normal, where I could connect with other people where I felt mentally, emotionally, and spiritually grounded and healthy. And so, yeah, I still, I, I still today miss it because it's such an amazing place. And I think we're all yearning for places of connection and places of meditation and places of healing. And, and unfortunately we live in a world right now where there just isn't a lot of options. Yep. Um, but it also, 
helps us appreciate like all of it. That time helped me appreciate that I had it then. That time makes me realize what makes me happy and what I need to create in my life. Yeah. And even like I've caught myself a couple of times saying our business failed. And then I look back and I'm like, no, our business didn't fail. Mm -hmm. Our business didn't make money. Yeah. But our business did not fail. It succeeded. Because we learned a lot. We made a lot of connections. We networked. We met some amazing people. And during the time that it was open, it was definitely not a failure. It really did. It made us realize what we could learn, what we could do, what we're capable of. And I, I think that I, so for me personally, I have always had a steady job. I've always had jobs that like, they didn't really make me happy. I always was complaining about them. I didn't want to be there. And this filled me up in such a way that now that it's over, I'm instead of thinking about, okay, what, what job can I have next? I'm thinking about, okay, how can I can, how can I create a life where I live a healthy lifestyle? I get to spend time with my daughter. I get to be out in nature, you know? And so I'm, my mind is just going and I'm thinking of all these new possibilities and trying to start something different that's going to create the life that I want. And I said this to Christina last night. We had a conversation and I told her, my friend Christina, I told her that in, I used to think that in order to live a big life, I had to be rich and famous. And now I'm realizing that I don't have to be rich and famous to live a big life. Mm-hmm. A big life can just be a life where I experience all of these things I want to experience. I've opened a yoga studio. My next adventure might be something totally different. I've, I told Wes that one day, like, I want to work at, like, a library or a florist just to see what it's like. You well, know what I mean? Well, it's interesting because I'm sure you get this question a lot, but mm-hmm. I get the question a lot of, well, you guys are going to reopen, right? Or when are you going to reopen, yeah. right? And and everyone thinks it's a no-brainer that we're going to reopen. In my mind, I'm like, no, I've had that event adventure. Yeah. Like, I'm good there. I'm good. I've I'm not attached it. to that. Yeah. I, there, are, there are things about it that I'll never let go of and yep. that I'll always pursue. Yep. But opening another yoga studio, I don't see happening. I don't see that either. And it's very possible that my mind could change or there will be a season in life where it's perfect and it's time to do it again. Yeah. But as of right now, I feel so complete in that Me area. Too. Me too. Me too. So another thing that I actually want to bring up and talk about is now that it's closed, now that we're complete with the studio, that doesn't mean that we have we don't have other challenges to face. You yeah. know, like we're both kind of going through career limbo. I'm I'm sure you feel the same way. I feel like there's a lot of people actually experiencing this because of COVID is career limbo. Well, and I have so many mixed feelings on this. Yeah. And Dad and I actually were con- were talking about this yesterday because mm-hmm. we're very goal driven. We're very like, okay, what's the next step? What's the next dream? What's the next project? We've always owned businesses. We've always had something that's next. And we don't really. I mean, we do. We have a few things that we're working on right now. But we don't really have, like, a plan mm-hmm. of, of what's next. And and we're fortunate that we're in a situation right now that because we sold our fireplace business, our monthly yeah. bills are covered. So we have a little time to figure that out. Yeah. Um, but... It, he keeps wanting to sit down and like, we need to figure this, we need to figure this out. We need to figure this out. Yeah. And, and I have this block. Yep. I don't have this clarity right now that I don't have this vision. And I, and I am a visionary person. I right. usually can see what comes next and what the next step is, step is, but I just have this block right now. And I 100% believe that I have this block because there are so many things going on right now that are out of our control. Yep. 
And I just feel like until I kind of have a better idea of what's really going on in our world, I'm not really going to know. And so what decision we have come to is there the next thing we're going to do is we're going to build a spec home because that's what we've done in California and we know that Mm -hmm. and that's going to be maybe a year project and then it'll be done so then we have to think of the next thing is that I'm just going to focus on that because I don't know what the next year is going to bring and so I have a a, a very short-term smaller goal right now because I can't really think beyond that it's it's weird and I remember Jazz and I've talked about before from some books that we've read is that You've got to know when to kind of sit back and let things flow and when to push and move forward. Yeah. Because if you're pushing and trying to move forward when you're supposed to be in a wait and listen and receive intuition state. You're going to miss stuff. You're going to miss stuff. And I, I, if we're both honest with each other, (laughs) that's what we did with our studio. Yeah. We were both in, no, this has been our vision. This has been our dream. This is what we've been talking about. Pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And we have to do this because now we've told everybody we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. And now we had a date set and this was what we were going to do. And we justified that, well, COVID's getting better. I mean, we really talked ourselves into it and pushed forward instead of saying, well, maybe the world and the environment that's going on right now isn't the best timing. Yeah. And so that would be where I think the biggest lesson I've learned from it yep. is that if we would have waited, yep. I think we could have maybe done it at a better time and had a better success. You know what's freaking cool about that is how often are we scared to do stuff because what if it fails? Yeah. How often do we talk ourselves out of doing things because of what if it fails? And that, you're right, you're 100% correct. We probably... If we were to go back and do it again, knowing what we knew now, we probably could have been smarter about the timing mm-hmm. and could have done it different, mm-hmm. but it still worked out so perfectly. It did. And it also taught us it's okay if it, I mean, yeah. it's okay we're if fine. it doesn't work. Yep. It's fine. okay because we still got the knowledge, the experience. That's what life's about, yep. right? Learning and growing experience, yep. trying things, doing things. I mean... So really, how how did how does anything fail? Yeah, if you learn something from it, I know. Like, is failure really even a thing? Is failure some a thing, or is it just a way that we define the feeling that we get from learning a lesson? Well, and even like what when we with the times when I do slip up and say it failed, what am I talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about that it didn't make money. So is life successes and failures completely based on whether you make money or not? Nope, 100% no. And I can tell you why. Because when I think back about my life, the time where I was making the most money in my life was the time I was the most miserable. Mm -hmm. I was depressed. I was anxious. I was doing something I wasn't passionate about. But I made a crap ton of money. But when I look back at that, it gives me anxiety to think about that period of time in my life. Yeah. So... money can't be success money cannot equal success maybe success can equal money sometimes but money is not success yeah I agree yeah yeah so I don't know oh (laughs) so I wanted to say something about yeah so you were talking about the ebb and flow and like knowing when to wait and listen and knowing when to push forward Mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of the key to getting through this career limbo is knowing that right now, if you're not feeling inspired or you're not feeling like, I mean, obviously we all have to make a living yeah. and there are tons and tons of ways that we can make a living. There's tons of things that we can do to make money and that's where 
as an individual, you just get to be creative and I just get to be creative. But I think the key to getting through this period of time mentally and spiritually and emotionally is to know that the money will come and there are going to be times in your life where you're going to have a lot of money and there's going to be times in your life where you don't have a lot of money and there's going to be times in your life where you're going, going, going and there's going to be times in your life when you're pausing. And if you're in a pause state, you get to just be in a pause state and do what you can to lift yourself up, whether that is just staying away from social media or um, getting more into social media and talking to people and getting out there in any way that you can. Even though there's not like big events going on, you do Zoom calls or whatever you can do to get with people that are going to inspire your next step. And then just do the next right thing. Well, and continue moving forward in some way. Yeah. And so, because it's really easy to get stuck. Yeah. And And so, like, when my husband and I were talking yesterday about, okay, what's our next career move? We realized we're not really clear what our next career move is. Yeah. And so, we had to go, okay, we're, we're working on finishing our basement right now. Yeah. Well, by finishing our basement, we can rent that out, which does bring in some income. So, I actually asked him are you okay if for the rest of this month we just focus on the basement and not worry about what's next? Yeah. Because if we give ourselves that month to just do, we know we're working on this. We are moving forward. Yeah. We're doing something. Yep. Let's not stress out too much about what's after that. Well, and do you, like how many times in your life do you actually really know what's next? Because you have an idea, but how many times has that idea unfolded in the way you thought it was going to or unfold? Or extraordinary, or uh, not extraordinary, but outer influences and outer circumstances that we have no control over right because I mean people that were in the restaurant industry and the gym industry and all those industries that were affected by COVID all of a sudden had to you know rethink what they were going to do and so it's sometimes we have to adjust and change our plans and go with the flow and adjust and there's just something in me right now yeah that says just wait a minute yep just wait a minute I'm not and I'm not a fan of just waiting and sitting around forever but wait a minute just have a little bit of patience well if I were you I would definitely trust that because you have like the strongest intuition I've ever (laughs) which is another reason which is another reason I'm afraid to force it and move forward because my intuition is going no just hold on and just wait a minute and I don't want to push and force anything right now yeah when the timing's not right yep I know. Well, things that are meant to happen do flow. And that's where like my motto right now is just do the next right thing. What's the next right thing? I, I will notice like some days it's really, really difficult to get on social media. It's really hard for me to post on social media. And then some days it's extremely easy for me. And so that's where I'm like, it just, I can't spend my life on a checklist calendar basis. I can make plans but I have to I have to listen to my intuition and just do what feels right next. Yeah. You know, and for you that's finishing your basement. For me, I've got all of these project ideas and I'm just doing the ones that are appealing to see what makes what's going to make money and what's going to bring me joy and what's going to fit the lifestyle that I want, you yeah. know? And yeah. so, I don't know. And really the next right thing for me is to go sit on the couch and cuddle my baby because that's really all I want to do every day. Which is another reason I'm not too disappointed about the <laughs> studio closing because it's given me more time with my grandbaby. you got lots of time with so, that little girl. Yep. She's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I feel pretty good about that. How yep, do you feel? I feel complete. Awesome. Well, you guys, we're so excited to be back. And don't you worry, this podcast thing, we're going to keep doing it because we love it. It's super fun. 
And we have some more guests this year that we've been talking to. So keep listening because we're going to have a fresh new take from new people all year. I'm hoping to get new guests at least once a month, if not more than that. So we will be back with lots more, a lot of new things. And thank you guys so much for listening to us and for following us on our journey. We really love going through all this stuff with you guys. If you want to find us, you can email us at thehappyplaceproject at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at The Happy Place. Or if you really want to find us, because this is where I'm at most of the time, you can check us out on Instagram at The Happy Place Project. Yeah, and then also I just want to add in, um, just because the studio closed doesn't mean we don't have classes. Yes. Um, So we do have, um, on our website, there is a link to online classes. We have a few few amazing teachers. One of them is Jasmine. Yep. That are teaching from their home and doing online classes. And so you can, t- can continue to take classes there. Yep. And if you show interest and we have enough people showing interest, then we'll be adding classes to that. So. Yeah, and we'll keep it going. Right now, we're just trying to break even on that online. So if we see people signing up for it, we'll keep it going. Um, and I, just so you know, so I teach Sunday mornings from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., um, so if you want to join me, I do a vinyasa, my vinyasa flow class Sunday mornings, which is a great time to do yoga. And if you guys please could sign up ahead of time, if you sign up beforehand, then we know who's coming to class and we can kind of cater to you guys. And then also the teachers know that they have somebody in their class and it does help us to be a little bit more motivated ahead of time. And you'll get alerts for the class too. So you sign up ahead of time, you'll get an alert on your phone when the class is going to start, and then you join us online, and it's great. Sounds good. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. Love Love you. you. Be Be strong. strong.